06. Numero 6. Super duper duper excited. I am Sophie. I'm Zaina. And we hope you guys are feeling good. And we hope you guys are having a great week on this Thursday when this drops. Yes. Um, uh, make sure you follow us on our Instagram, which is more than a woman, W W M N 3. Um, and make sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. We would really, 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 really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, make sure to follow us to get all updates and stuff like that. We also have a Twitter. Make sure you follow us there. Same, more than a woman, WMN3. And, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, yesterday, yeah, you know, because this comes out on July 5th. Yesterday, I was enjoying the uh, the, the white man's holiday. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to celebrate July 4th on this side. No, thank you. I mean, it's a great day to have a day off, but that's, a, you know, to, to do your twist out and puff up your fro. Mm -hmm. Not be out there celebrating the white man's holiday. Definitely. Um, but I hope you guys enjoy your little snacks, your little hot dogs and, and burgers and so That sounds so good right now. Oh, really a, a nice hot dog on Ooh. the grill. Ooh, suck oh, suck it. Oh, my life. So good. So good. Yes. Oh, also, guys, our YouTube is under construction right now. As soon as it's up, because we know we let y'all know before that the YouTube is up, but it's having a little, you know, issue. So once we figure it out, then we'll let you guys know when it's out. And yeah, that's yes, about it. Absolutely. So I hope you guys have enjoyed, guys and ladies and anyone in between, have enjoyed um, the last two episodes of our five-part series. On womanhood and what makes our womanhood. Uh, the first one was friendship. The second one was sexuality. Real spicy, spicy. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. And this one is about beauty. And in particular, like beauty standards. And like mm -hmm. what beauty means to us. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's our, our first question. So it's like, what is beauty to you? Ah, what is beauty to me? You know, beauty is like walking in the morning. Sun is blue, sun is out, sky is blue, mm -mm. the grass is green, and there ain't no Tyrone with no do rag. Ain't out. no grass in the hood, girl. So <laughs> <laughs> my is the grass is green. Ain't no grass on this side. But there sure is Tyrones out there with do rags. Now that I think about it, it's not even no grass in the city. Like Like in the like downtown you mean. Yeah. No, there really isn't. Except for in the parks. Like, yeah, the parks got grass. They don't even got trees. Central you know, the park got trees. No, but that's inside the park. Oh, but you mean around? Like on the sidewalk. They do have trees, but they skimpy. Where the, where the trees at? They always got trees. I ain't never seen no dad going tree. Uh -huh, they do got trees. This is the concrete jungle for real, for real. Yeah, we only got grass in the parks. Ah! <laughs> I don't even think they have it upstate New York. They do. They got cows too. But anyway, that ain't none of my business. But for me, on a, on a genuine note, like, for me, beauty is um, being content with yourself. That's just, like, so kind of, like, sound philosophical, I guess. To so be content with yourself, like, I feel like that's beauty for me. Like, being okay with whatever you have or don't have. Mm -hmm. Physically, mm -hmm. I, I would say, to be more specific. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, yes, there's beauty on the inside. Um, but as women, we're not granted... The, the accessibility to worry about the beauty on the inside too much. Mm -hmm. 
people don't really care about that when it comes to us. Mm-hmm. What about you? What do you... So beauty to me is like... I think it's just all aspects of you. Besides mm. the physical. Like, it's just like... Ooh, you so beautiful. You a good person. Mm. Ooh, you like, you know, you so nice. Like, you know, I think that's beauty. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, of course, okay, you, you, you're pretty and stuff like that. But everybody's pretty is different. What, what you may think is, what you might think one girl may look good. And then another man be like, she don't look good to me. Like, mm-hmm. so. Beauty's objective. Yeah, I, right, think it's, right. I think it's all up to which your definition of beauty is, but. Um, yeah, my definition of beauty is just like just the overall person in general. All right. So So like like the looks, the, the personality. personality. Uh-huh. Uh just everything. Because makes a, them somebody look. can have a really good personality and might not be that good looking. <laughs> so I don't wanna say physical. I hate her so much. Like I must get my red wine for this, like an old lady, because I can't. Nobody, first of all, PSA, first of all, if you are under 55 years old, you just want to drink sweet wine, okay? It is sweet. Red, it's semi-sweet. Semi-sweet means it ain't no sweet. <laughs> first of all, you it's are... Good, it's good to go with your dinner, your if steak. You, for, there is no... What we have here right now is Chips Ahoy and cheese noodles. <laughs> that is not red wine food. That that is like sweet wine and a Pepsi. Listen, you under fifty five, get you a Moscato. I'm not, and I'm I'm under fifty five age, but I'm not under fifty five and so I'm about at least sixty. I'm gonna ignore Zena anyway. Okay. So, I, I I guess like the not I guess I know that the biggest reason why. Uh, we picked beauty as the as one of our topics for the five series. Cause if you remember back to like. I know we're going. We're kind of going backwards. We when we spoke about friendship, we spoke about like me and the ideas that I held on to when it comes to my mother and like her friendships. When we talk about sexuality, we talk about like what makes us like being in charge of our sexuality and how powerful that makes us feel as women. Um, and now as beauty, like just like being realistic that when we're younger like Zayna just made an excellent point like somebody may have a beautiful personality but look wise it may not connect mm-hmm. for some people or for most but, people and their personality is what makes them look beautiful right right absolutely um so I feel I feel like that's very important for um to, and Zayna please oh I know y'all here like Zayna opening up the Chips Ahoy, y'all. I am so sorry. We are not endorsed by Chips Ahoy or sponsored by Chips Ahoy. <laughs> but if they ever want to sponsor us, we are totally here for that. Um, the Chewy one. No, Zayna, the entire company. Mm-mm. I don't like the hard one. Okay, but that's not for you then. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's, Mm-mm. The, that's the programming. Um, but just in thinking like how what, what beauty and beauty standards means to our womanhood and how they've been affected so we've we've went into like what um we think beauty is what beauty means to us i should say mm-hmm. and now we're going to talk about like a little more about like what were the beauty standards like how did we perceive beauty growing up and what were some of the beauty standards that were around it's like a two-part question per se right um so i think it's more or less like um <laughs> 
and this and this also has to do a lot with like race too race gets brought up into this because i think it's different for black girls like mm-hmm. black girls growing up um i can't really speak on their behalf on well on their behalf i am a black girl but yeah. <laughs> i can't I speak on how most because i know i've heard stories of most black girls they'd be like oh i always wanted to be white or always wanted to be light skinned but i feel like i never had that yeah. i never wanted to be anything else than what i was already right because i didn't see no issue with it i'm like like i'm fine i'm fine like Mm. why do i need to be another color or have a certain kind of color eyes or it just was what was like but a lot of black girls feel like growing up oh i need to be light. i need to be the light-skinned girl with the nice eyes with the long hair like you know whatever the case may be and i'm like but for what most of the time it's because they got the attention of the boys so they're like okay that's why they want to be like that but it's so I think that women, when it comes to beauty, like, we do a lot of things for men. Right. So. So how did, like, so to bring it, to bring it back, growing up, like, what, how were you treated at home that made you not, like, or, like, in school, that made you not want to, like, because I've also heard that, that very, very same story with, like, girls that are, like, mm-hmm. highly melanated or more melanated mm-hmm. A little bit darker than most other people. Mm-hmm. And One, I always thought those were the prettiest girls. I, I might even go. First of all, I'm messy, but I'm not about to be messy. Because a lot of y'all light-skinned girls think y'all cute, y'all light-skinned. And a lot of y'all look like pit bulls. Let me eat my chicks away. A lot of y'all look like dead-ass pit bulls with light eyes and freaking blue nose. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of y'all look like pit bulls. Quiet as it's kept. light skin ain't gonna take you that. I personally... I feel like all black people are beautiful. All black people are beautiful. But when I look at certain black people and I'm like, that's who I'm attracted to, it's usually dark-skinned people. Because mm-hmm. I feel like their skin is just so, like, magnificent, so well taken so, care of. So what? Magnificent. <laughs> so who? Magnificent. <laughs> like, it's just like it glisses in the sun, like, so beautiful. And, like, mm-hmm. just, like, so, like, no scratches on there. Like, no, like, acne bumps like just mm-hmm. like so like smooth looking and i like i mean like i love skin like mm-hmm. i take real good care of Ooh, my yes. skin mm. real good care of my skin um mm. i'm going through a little bit of a situation right now on my face but that's neither here nor there <laughs> but like i take i try to like take really good care of my skin and be really mindful of the things that i put into my body mm-hmm. and things like that you know, uh, which is why I don't do any drugs. Well, that because that because I have control issues when it comes to like substances and stuff. But also because like this, it's not good for your skin, and my skin is super important for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, going back to the point, like I've always like admired like dark skinned girls and their beautiful skin. Um, and I fall somewhere in the middle. Like I'm not light skinned. When I was a little girl, and I think that's what it is because. We're both in the middle. Yeah, like I, I'm not because I'm not down. I'm not dark skin, like but dark skin, but I'm skin. also not light skin. Mm-hmm. I fall. I'm like I'm brown skin. Mm-hmm. I'm like brown in the skin. middle. Yeah. I fall so you some, never got caught in that. Basically, never. Got oh caught no, in I definitely that. got caught in it. Oh okay. Oh, because this is the beauty of the day. The uh. The, the, this is the difference in the beauty of like blackness. Oh and yeah, different. right. Because you Hispanic. Yes. So it's different. Yes. This is. Oh, the, it's way different. You real black to them. Oh yes, I'm like. 
a sand nigga if you ask them <laughs> you chalker yeah if you if you ask them and like we just said i fall somewhere in the middle i'm not dark skin i'm not i'm also not light skin and um so for me that's <laughs> we gotta cut that short scene <laughs> you were sitting on that and i would let you Ooh, i'm sorry oh but for me going back um for me I think that um, in my house, we didn't really like, I didn't really have like a beauty standard or anything. Like my mother mm-hmm. was super, my mother, I, I have an amazing mother, you know, she aggravates my spirit. But I have That's a really parents on maple. I have a really good mother. Um, she, didn't, she didn't like make me feel bad for it anything for anything in regards to like your your looks or whatever my looks or whatever uh-huh. she she never made me feel bad when i would cry like when, like when kids would like tease me and stuff uh-huh. she would be like what you crying for and stuff <laughs> you know you know she black like that <laughs> she what you crying for i didn't get mad because you, you crying, you crying. <laughs> i'm like i'm like my feelings hurt um but she she was really good like that so so quick synopsis right so i am an afro-latina as mentioned before um excuse you as mentioned before i am um racially black ethnically hispanic or latina latinx uh, um and it was difficult because growing up i didn't know that i was different looks wise like my hair was really long um and my grandmother on my father's side was the reason that my hair done got effed up because she done throw a perm on this sucker. But I'm not going to take it there, Grandma. You know who you are. You know who you are. But <laughs> she was out here shedding like Tina Turner. Uh-huh. So um, it was a very different thing because like, when I was younger, I didn't know that I was different from other kids until I got into eighth grade. And the other kids was like, ooh, you can't be Latina. You, you black. Mm-hmm. I'm black. The F you mean I'm black. Cause it's like this like um and it was just like weird because there's a kind of like I said, there's a connotation about blackness that isn't good. Especially in this country. Like mm-hmm. being black is like this thing. Even like as a Latina, like a like a Afro Latina with <coughs> excuse me, with Afro roots. My aunts used to say like very racist things mm-hmm. about black, like not when I mean black, like by about black Americans, like people who are whose ancestors were brought here, mm-hmm. whose ancestors were a part of the slave trade here in this country in the south, and who have been here for over four hundred years. Mm-hmm. But I would like they they would talk really bad about like dumb, like you know because also you know a lot of like especially living in the, in the inner city of new york a lot of what you see is like black people or black americans showing their ass mm-hmm. you know going to like if they don't get their way in the store or if the person forgets their order mm-hmm. so like, i'm gonna go behind the counter and pack your ass up mm-hmm. you know just being like super aggressive mm-hmm. and like being like super like um super like ready for any kind of battle mm-hmm. with people who are like i'm genuinely like trying to do you any harm like they may have forgot to put the mashed potatoes in your bag mm-hmm. they may have forgot to give you extra ketchup like small things like that and you are going off like if somebody bumps you and like 
they like ready to like take your head off kind of mm-hmm. like like they've seen like that kind of regression and been like i don't like we're not like those people like mm-hmm. we are like we are like these people so basically they make those projections based on the ones they experience the ones they experience like mm-hmm. the black americans they experience so um growing up i didn't like have a clear representation of blackness like it just wasn't mm-hmm. something that was there so I like, feel like the term afro-latino afro-latino is so new in america oh it's, it's, it's about five six years new it's very very new because it's very new for mainstream but like yeah. sociologists and like scholars like afro african-american studies majors right. like people who like study like latin american afro-american caribbean like uh, mm-hmm. caribbean so, like, people like that this is their life study mm-hmm. this is not a new word for them mm-hmm. it is a mainstream word it's a word that we're catching up to and also like being realistic that <clears throat> for a long time i knew that i was black mm-hmm. i understood being black and i understood being a latina I just didn't understand how they the came together. Mm-hmm. Right. Because when you think about being black, you think about being an African-American. And black is about what you look like. Mm-hmm. African-American is about, like, ethnically. Like, having collard greens with neck bone. Mm-hmm. Having Ooh. and cheese. Ooh, from my collard with neck Ooh, bone. I was supposed to give me some soul food today. Neck but... bone. Ooh. Neck bone. Ooh. But that's uh, the, the African American is more about an experience. Like I don't, there's certain things that black African American, black Americans, because also Africa, there's some African Americans who don't like to get called African Americans because they have no connectivity to Africa because mm-hmm. they've been here for so long. Mm-hmm. They black mm-hmm. and they American, so they black Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like that, um, I don't have the same connection to like. African American, that's not my culture. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a Black American. I'm not an African American. I am a Latina. Mm-hmm. I eat rice and beans mm-hmm. and eat Okay, my mother can't cook a pot of a collard greens because that's not her culture. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. So being like being told I was Black at 13 years old was really hard for me because up until that point, I was in bilingual classes. All of my friends were Puerto Rican and Dominican because that's just the area I lived in and Mexican. Mm-hmm. Um, those were the three top. In the Bronx, we don't really got a diaspora, a diaspora. Uh, a, we're not diversity. We're not, di- we're not that diverse in the Bronx. You know, we could take the diaspora part, all right, uh, because I didn't think I said it right. Um, <laughs> but here in the Bronx, we don't have like a diverse group of Latin American countries. It's either you are... Dominican, Puerto Rican, Mexican, and Honduran, you know, which is where my family is from. Um, so I told you I didn't meet Hondurians until I met you. Oh, yes, girl. You know. <laughs> you, you, God said you're going to save you for the best. But mostly, for mostly it was mostly um, Dominicans. And Puerto- First of all, Dominicans is new. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Very new. Very. Puerto Re- all my life have been Puerto Ricans. Right. And then it started to be like a big, my like a big... Thing of Dominicans and I'm like what the mm-hmm. hell? Like, and Puerto Ricans are not in Florida. Yeah, I don't. I don't meet that much Puerto Ricans now. No, me either. When I'm in Puerto Rico, I'm like, mm, yeah, I still. I here? meet a lot of New Ricans. New Ricans, the ones who don't speak Spanish. Oh, I'm not playing these games with you. That, that's what they call them, the New Ricans. Those mm-hmm. are the ones who you know Puerto Rican, but they don't speak. They don't speak Spanish. I don't know, but. 
to bring him back, uh, beauty for me was really difficult growing up. Um, because for so long I had this connection to this culture, um, and it wasn't it wasn't connected to what I look like. I didn't know what I looked like mm-hmm. until I was thirteen. Funny enough, right? Like. It sounds very naivete, like, I didn't know what I looked like, but I really did not know what I looked like mm-hmm. until I was 13. And then it was like, oh, my hair isn't long enough? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got nappy hair? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm dark-skinned there? What is good? Who is this girl? Like, have I ever looked in the mirror? Like, who is this person? So, um, beauty was, like, really difficult for me growing up. And then on top of that, like, being, being a chubby girl... Mm-hmm. On top of all of that, so it was like, so, it was like so many things that I had to work through. Right, so it was like you was getting punched in the face like multiple Most times. Most of times, mm-hmm. with everything like, every identity that related to what I look like. Mm-hmm. So it was like really weird. So, um, yeah. So that's like, going up like at home, I wasn't facing it hard, you know, mm-hmm. but outside it was just very much like, yeah. you can't possibly be this because you're that. Yeah, and that's so crazy how you could prepare your children, like, for... Basically, you could tell them, oh, you're so beautiful, you know, whatever the case may be. Like, your right. back is beautiful, but it's not until they get into that outside world that they start doubting themselves, like... Right. Is it? Because sometimes yeah. kids can be harsh, like... Yes, they can. Especially nowadays, like, yeah. kids are really harsh. <coughs> Absolutely, they can. Um. Yeah, and it's like being very mindful that like kids need to like be aware that mm-hmm. a lot of them are not aware because their parents is not aware yeah that's what i'm saying too and also like i feel like a lot of parents you know what i'm also i'm try, i'm starting to realize there's a lot of young parents out here mm-hmm. real young real real young so a lot of them had kids and they didn't even know themselves so how can mm-hmm. you expect to teach your kid how to how to be themselves mm-hmm. like if you don't know who you are right like you learning you while you while you teaching somebody to learn them. So, cause like the way kids throw words around, like it's so crazy. Cause you know you know how y'all know how this podcast go. We go from like we just going through different rooms, but it's crazy. Like watching being twenty five and watching. I don't think I'm old. I mean, we laugh, we joke, and we laugh about being old. But we're definitely not old. We're really not old. I'm still young. I still get low like how I used to. You know, y'all know from the last episode. Ah! <laughs> I don't know if it's as fast, but no, I get low, but not that low. The pop up comes. You know, we get up eventually. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's some things like. Kids still use the word gay as a bad word. Mm-hmm. Like, even though the world is so open, like, oh, you gay because you drinking water. Oh, you gay because you eating chips. Like, <laughs> they use it, like, how we use how kids around us. Back in the, the days. Yeah. yeah, or like, how prevalent gang culture is these days. Like, gang culture is still a thing. Why is that still a thing? I thought gangs disappeared. No lie. I, I swear Gangs to you. Gangs used to be a big thing when I was in middle school. I swear to you. What <laughs> up, five? What up, club? No, like, gangs used to really be a thing. Like, Yo. after school, always something popping off. Yeah, always absolutely. Always. And then now it's like... Anybody got time for that girl shot at the school? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you try to get home, get your after school snack, and then all of a sudden, gang, gang, gang. For <laughs> real. 
Yeah. Like, real life gang, gang, gang. That's what, it's, it's just so, it's just so interesting. So, like, beautiful point Zayna just made. Like, you could prep your child for whatever. Tell them their, their black is beautiful and, and so on and so forth. But I don't think that they could understand how beautiful their black is. Or how beautiful, or how beautiful that anything is. Black, they're white, they're Latina, what, whatever it is. But, I mean, we're saying black here because that's who we are in this particular space. But whatever identity you have, whether it's like your sexual identity and things like that, whether you are, mm-hmm. uh, you identify somewhere on the spectrum, it's a cis-hetero mm-hmm. um, and, and, and stuff like that. So I think the most you can let them know is that somebody is always going to have a problem with you right. being okay with whatever you are or how you look. Somebody's always going to have a problem, right. for sure. So. Right, right. Absolutely, and being not to take it personal, mm-hmm. it's because they don't know or they're uncomfortable. So right, and just being open with them. Mm-hmm. But you gonna have somebody that's gonna try you. And I think we're gonna discuss more of that in the family episode where it's like you like you're gonna have basically we all gonna be we all raised a certain way, right? And it's like you basically have to. Unlearn. Unteach yourself. Yeah. Everything that they taught you. And then reteach yourself. So it's like... Yeah. What you thought was okay was really not okay. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> we definitely... They just pre... pre um, give y'all a little bit of insight. <laughs> yeah. And that goes back to what you said. Yeah. Like, basically, you, you have to know yourself. As the parent, you have to know yourself. You do. In order for you to teach your kids how to be okay with themselves. And this is, and we're also, like, we're touching very, like, like heavy ground because we also are not parents here in this room. And, you know, so. But I, I would assume. You need to be a parent. To know that. Like, I yeah. would assume and I would hope. And I also feel like as a, like, somebody that works in education and works with, like, impressionable age children and kids, things like that. I um would assume that. I would have to know something of myself in order to be able a great to be a great teacher to be able to like I would have to know why I'm there like mm-hmm. I would have to know why I want to help these kids and what I bring to the table and who I am and what I'm not mm-hmm. you know if I'm working with like group home girls or I'm working with like let's stick to the when I'm going working with girls in group home I have to be aware of the fact that I come from a, from like I get to go home at night mm-hmm. I wasn't in the system. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just being aware of, like, what you bring to the table or don't bring to the table is extremely important. I think a mm-hmm. lot of times, like, people have this idea of, like, you'll learn it later. But the thing is that, like, we're raising people. Mm-hmm. We're working with people. Like, mm-hmm. we're, like, imp- these are very impressionable children at this time. So being, knowing who you are just only helps them in the long run. And children follow what they see. Absolutely. And so if you are homophobe, women, and let me tell you something, homophobe is not just a man thing. There are some homophobic women mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Like, extremely homophobic women. Mm-hmm. And, like, homophobic is not just a man thing. There's a woman thing, too. Um, and we, 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 listen, listen, that if you haven't heard the sexuality episode, this is going to get touched in the sexuality episode when it comes to, like, homophobic people and being mindful of your homophobia. Mm-hmm. So listen to the sexuality episode. It was the episode before this one. Mm-hmm. Check that one out. Because sure. we... 
women play a big role in a lot of the things that men do and don't do. Mm-hmm. We play a huge role. Yeah, because if you think about it, technically a lot of men are raised by women because this is single family, like single parent household. So who's raising them? So, so, wave your hand for the people in the bags and say it again for them. Like you, you like we're raising them. Mm-hmm. They're they're chasing us mm-hmm. when they become men and boys mm-hmm. or teenagers. They want us, so they so they do things for us. So they're always constantly doing things for women. Mm-hmm. So being mindful of that. Being just, just like, I know I went on a tangent that may not make sense, but just like being very mindful of the fact that like, who are you and, and being being careful in how you raise your children. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think we need to be parents to know exactly the standards we need to teach our children because at the end of the day, there's people who have children and don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't even, but they think they know what they're doing. Right, because they but, know how to pop the Gucci. But they don't know how, yeah. they have no idea, like, how to mm-hmm. be responsible for another person. They don't understand that meaning, that you are responsible for another person's life. Literally. Like, yeah. in every aspect. So yeah, it's not like, just making sure they eat and sleep, but making correct. sure that they grow up to and, be And that's people. the thing I hate, that people, this is more of a family thing, but I hate that people. You want to say, we should save it. Save it for the, for the family right. episode. I'm going to write it down so I don't forget, because yeah. I do forget things, but, um... <laughs> Yeah, just bringing it back. Like, if I'm not comfortable with my blackness as a woman, how can I make my little black girl? How can I raise her to be comfortable in hers? Yeah. So, and there's a lot of women who are still not comfortable in their blackness. But it's difficult to be comfortable with your blackness, especially if you think about what you want to do in life. Uh, you know, the beauty the beauty of this five series, Womanhood... Um, this five this five episode womanhood um, series that we're doing is that they're all connected. Mm-hmm. They're all connected because when you think about like beauty and career education, which is also so the two upcoming episodes that we have mm-hmm. coming up, the two upcoming episodes that we have um, next, and, and to finish out the series is one on family, and the next one will be on career oh, yeah, and education. education, and they're all. Connected. Everything is connected. Everything is connected from from, from friendship to relationships, right? To beauty, to how you see yourself, to sexuality, how you view it, and to careers, and you know, basically, to family. Yeah. And I think it. I think that family is the core. Oh of yeah, it all. absolutely. I think friendship. We said that friendship was like the foundation of it all. I think but it's family. Family is like because the, before the you have friends. Family is the kitchen family. of the house. Yeah, you know the kitchen. It's the, like yeah. family, friends. Then it's, then it's like, yeah, it's family. Then it's friends, and then it's, I want to say, beauty. Yeah, beauty somewhere in the middle. Sexuality that comes as you get more curious. So, sexuality. Hold on, I don't think I'm saying it right. Okay. It's family, friends, and everything else. Right. Let's just say that. Yeah. Because they're all, like, equal. Yeah, and they all fall in different places for different people. Like, yeah. sexuality has a big chunk for me. Mm-hmm. You know, because... You know, mm-hmm. because... Mm-hmm. Because... Ain't none of your business. So, anyway. Um, back to that beauty, because we got beauty. Beauty and company. I hate her. <laughs> Too much Parkers, y'all. Too yeah. much Parkers. I love the Parkers. You know, Nikki, before she acted out. 
So it's like, okay, so now it just comes to, now that we discussed that, it just comes to, like, how do we manage outside expectation, like, outside beauty standards? Ooh. Because right now it's, like, a big thing where you have to, like, right? For, for women, again, for women, you have to be, you have to have your own. You have to have a flat stomach. You have to have the biggest ass in the world. Mm-hmm. You have to have a pretty face. You have to have great natural hair. Like, you have to have this beautiful, you know, mane or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And and you are, you're also expected to have an education and a, a business. And to pop out five children and take care of them five children with everything else on top that you got. Uh-uh. And, you know, so how do we... That's basically kind of like the expectations and and most of the expectations and most of the expectations I feel like come from men. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think that like um I don't think they necessarily I think they come from media and the fashion industry. Yeah, because I was gonna say I think it comes from men and it also comes from women who 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 mind a business no women who also agree with this who are also following oh yeah standard. oh yeah that's yeah so women who are following this standard because at the end of the day they're like oh i want to get married i want to have kids so i want the like you know and that's how they think they get chosen right but there's also how they look because of yeah know. but there's also nothing wrong with like wanting to have kids and like get married and things like that but also uh, and it's your way of getting and them. See, and, like, and the flip side, you should do it for yourself and not for anyone else. Mm-hmm. I think that a big problem um, with women and like beauty standards, that's just not a problem with women. I don't want to be a whole tap on this. Mm-hmm. A problem with like beauty standards against women, how I personally balance the expectations. It's, I mean, I'm pretty good at not paying them any attention, but also, like, I'm also a human, so it's very easy for me to hear, like, damn, I have to, like, do X, Y, and Z to Mm -hmm. do X, Y, and Z and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, I think you have to have a strong sense of self and also Mm -hmm. be aware of your body type and Mm -hmm. be aware of who you are and be aware of what you bring to the table, like, outside of, like, what you look like. Outside of, or what, yeah, yeah. be be aware of what you bring to the table. And also, like, be mindful of your own goals. Like, I am not trying to be a model. I am not trying to be. I'm a uh, regular ass person. I'm a regular, I'm a regular ass Well, I ain't regular, but you know what I mean. Oh, I'm not, I'm not regular, schmegular, degular. Like, I'm still. regular, like, you know, I'm not in no, I'm not in this kind of industry. I'm not in this, like, you know. yeah. Like that sense, right? Yeah. So how do I manage our expectations? I, I'm actually pretty lucky. I I work in the nonprofit sector. I um mm-hmm. I work in education. I think um, that's what it is. Like we're in fields that it doesn't matter what you look like. Like right, it doesn't matter what you look like. It it's about what you bring to the table. Absolutely. And yeah. either you, can you do your job and can you not do Correct. your job? And also being mindful, like you also got to be presentable. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's about it's about what you can bring to the table, but you got to be presentable, like. Wash your hair, clean your face, brush your teeth. <laughs> I cannot. I'm giving her the sign out right now, y'all, because I'm going to work looking like a hobo. Yeah. Like, I wear leggings with a big t-shirt because I'm not going to see people. 
So all my work is done online. Well, anyway. So I ain't gonna see them human. <laughs> But you still take a shower. Oh, yeah, of course I take a but shower. But this is what I'm saying. You still got to be presentable uh-huh. enough. Like, you got to travel to work. You don't look like a hobo, like, in the general sense. You're like a right. hobo. You look very, very comfortable. Yeah. But, like, you still look... I throw up- my Erica by do on my head. Yeah. And I go about my... Nasty. <laughs> I wear my turban. Yeah. I- with, the, with the rhinestone in the middle. Like an older woman. Uh- oh, not that one. Just the rap. Just the rap. I got the rap. I get tired of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so crazy because it's like one time I came to work with braids. They like, oh, you got you got um dreads. I'm like, this is not dreads. This is braids. They don't like, work with white people. I don't work with white people. Well, they technically white, but they not white. Like you work with Jewish people. Yeah. So they white, but they like they know. not black. They surely not black. But yeah. So. So, but our office is so diverse. Like. If you go on the other end, they got they got a black another black girl, they got a Spanish girl, they got an Indian girl, Indian man, Spanish man, like you know. Mm, the, so, the other location. Because, because I think that because they're modern Jewish people, they're not like oh modern Jewish people. Yeah, I'm the moderate. Modern. Ah! <laughs> They like now Jewish people. They not like Hasidic Jews or something like that. Yeah. So it's like they ones that like still follow their faith, but still know they live in the twenty first century. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say follow their faith, but I'm not saying they they don't eat their pork, right? Oh no, for sure. Yeah. For sure they don't. They don't mix the meat with the cheese, right? No. That means for they sure. follow the sun. And on Fridays they don't eat. They only eat fish. They don't eat like. Oh, yeah. Like uh-huh. meat and stuff like that. Yeah, like heavy meat. Anyways, um, enough about them people. But yeah, I go to work looking like in my, my terms of a hobo. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I can see that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the expectations look different. I will say, though, that I get invited a lot, a lot to, like, galas and banquets and events like that where, like, I, I'm like, don't give me my ripped jeans. In a, t- in a big t-shirt yeah. in my vans in my jean jacket right. when the weather the, when the weather permits on my hoodie uh-huh. and my pullover and let me slide out like yeah. I feel like I can attend a party like that mm-hmm. what my outfit got I don't know what type of party you could attend like that but I feel like that I should be able to but that's the thing about it. that's what I do feel the expectations when I like when like all like my fellow like my fellow ships be like we, we sponsored this ticket for you Mm-hmm. And I gotta sit next to a table of like people that work for JP Morgan Chase. Mm-hmm. So I gotta throw on my heel. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, dang, dang. And like going, going from you like. You gotta dress stuffy because that's how they are. Right. And like, so that's where the expectation comes in because I do move in like circles that are very um, businessy. Even though I work in nonprofit, the circles that I, that I, that like I move in, the circles mm-hmm. that like my friends move in and things like that are very businessy. So. A lot of times when I do get invited to like a gala or a benefit dinner or whatever, mm-hmm. I have to throw on a dress and I can't throw on my loafer or like, you know, my like a like a like a like a feminine loafer, you know, which is low but it still has a little bit of heel to it. A kitten she mean. No, not a kitten. <laughs> I'm not playing with her dumb ass. Um I've thrown like a full blown, like three and a half inch heel, like a chunky heel and like you put away your kitten. Look like a Mad- girl. Madam Madeline. She gonna have her kitten. Madam Madeline coming on with a sequence dress. 
and, and, and he uh, an old point old pointy nasty front. Ew, that's disgusting. But just like like that, like thinking about it like that. So in, in reality I don't feel like expectations. Um not really. Um only when I get invited to events like that, that's when I feel like, oh maybe I should put on a red lip. Mm-hmm. Ah, but I want to drink too, so I'm not gonna put on a red lip. Cause you know, mm-hmm. we'll wear a lipstick and put it on. Like, you can't drink nothing with no, a you lipstick. Gotta get the ring, the ring don't move. <laughs> yeah, the ring stay. Yeah, forever, forever. <laughs> yeah, you be out there rubbing your lips with coconut oil at the end of the night just mm-hmm. to get it off. Yeah, who got time for that? Sometimes you gotta make time. No, I don't gotta make time. Yeah. But just like things like that, it's the only time I feel like, like, like expectations. Um, I'm very comfortable in myself, very comfortable in my Afro-Latinidad, very comfortable like with my big curly hair and my brown skin and my black features, uh, very comfortable in that. So I don't feel expectations on that. And when I was much younger, of course I did, like I mentioned earlier, but now mm-hmm. that I'm an, an adult, I'm like, no, I know who I am. And I think that... When it comes to expectation and beauty stuff, you have to be mindful of who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, it all comes down to being mindful of who you of are. Who you are. Mm-hmm. Cause when you got that. Just having the confidence, like, yeah. Know, just knowing mm-hmm. that, you know what? I don't care if this other person may look better than me. They not me. Right, and that's, and that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. That's the, and, that, and that's how you grow up in it. And, and being a woman is so difficult in that sense because. Especially a woman. Um, being on social media. Oh, yeah. You be like, but then you have to think about it. These are some fake-ass women. (laughs) Yeah. You be like, they probably the ones who got the insecure issues. Right. And it's like, hmm. Right. They probably out here selling their ass anyway. Yeah. Well, well, well. That's coming from Madame Zena. I'm saying, I could make me some money in this game. Because I'm seeing a lot of naked pictures out here. And I'm like, ooh, girl. Or I have to let me be your modern day pimp. Mm-hmm. Now we, I plead the fifth, and whoever this is, ain't got nothing to do with me. Oh, uh-huh. uh, me some money on the side. Not your business. Hello. Uh, so how do you manage expectations? Um, I think just basically what you said. Like it's just having the confidence. Yeah. Just keep moving. Like I don't be paying these people no attention. Mm-hmm. Like I be minding my business because I'm gonna look how I look at the end of the day. Like, right. Because you got to live with yourself. Right. You can't wake up one day and say, oh, I'm going to be this person. Oh, I'm going to be. No. Right. Just be confident in what you bring to the table. Right. Be confident in what you look like. Mm-hmm. Know that nobody else got to say what you look like. They might think you ugly, but you could think you cute. That's okay. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I said in the beginning, you ain't, you ain't cute to everybody. Right. So it's like. That's the end of the day. It comes down to confidence and knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you don't have to know yourself all the way at the moment because we always learning something about ourselves. Absolutely, but you have to know the you have to know what makes you you. Correct. Like identity, like, like I think. No, I know a big thing that we spoke about today was like identity wise. Like you, like mm-hmm. you spoke about being a black woman mm-hmm. and how like other people's experiences were like wanting to be lighter skin mm-hmm. and how you didn't feel that that that's like that comes from your identity from like right. who you are. You are a black woman. Right. For me, it was like being an Afro Latina, like mm-hmm. understanding like what it means to be an Afro Latina right. speaks to my beauty standards because 
they're different from me. Because mm-hmm. Latinas are, like, coveted. Like, yeah. the exotic woman that speaks Spanish. And anyways, every, technically every woman is exotic. Technically. If you want to throw that out there. It's just a really weird thing to get called exotic. Very strange. It's very Because uh, when people say exotic, the first thing they think about is some... That's the type of that's the type of Latinas they think about. That's the type of European they think about. And it's yeah. like everybody is exotic technically. Like, like, oh, I don't really like the way that makes. I don't like the way it makes me feel. I just be like, just call me regular. Like, I know. You be like exotic is like a so you, think you call me a zebra. Yeah, you call me a zebra. That's that's rainbow. Like, yeah, I'm like I don't really like the way that feels. like an animal. Yeah, like an animal. It's like mm-hmm. very like come here, let me put you in a cage, kind of exotic. Mm-hmm. And so I don't really like the way that feels. Um, I don't really like the way that feels. And usually the the only time I've got called exotic is by like men from the south. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's mad random. Um, that really is random. Maybe because they don't have a lot of experience with Afro Latinas. But I feel like thinking that is more of a, like, New York, L.A., Chicago. Like, very, like, big city. And that's the thing. When people, like, because I have that, I've gotten that times before, especially when I got my weaving. They mm. say, oh, you know, you look exotic. Oh, you, where are you from? Like, I'm from here. Yeah. Like, and they always think, okay, like, I'm from the islands or something. I'm like, not that I know of. <laughs> yeah I'm from here like and it's just a little bit weird but anyway anyway I ain't uh, no damn zebra is there anything else you want to add to the expectations um, I'm getting tired of oh, your shit oh that was on she was singing that Jonelle Jonelle who Jonelle Monet no and um Dear white people. Oh yeah, she was. She said it real soulful. Yeah. Jada just finished watching Dear White People. I just I'm about to finish the season, y'all. Season two, she means. Season two, yeah. I'm waiting for season three after that. That don't come until next year. Ooh, they disrespectful. Got us out here waiting like power. Uh huh. Uh uh. These shows be coming on like once a year, ten episodes. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of that. Okay, so the last question though, it says, "What makes us feel beautiful?" Yeah. What makes me? That's what makes you beautiful. Oh, a nice face mask. Oh, when that mm-hmm. when that clay mask just sucks out the, Ooh, everything out your face. You pores. feel it pulsating. Ooh. Ooh. You know, what makes me feel beautiful. A good pedicure, like polish on my feet. Ooh, Ooh. when she bang on your foot. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that massage chair begin the lower back. Ooh. Ooh. That's what makes it like I really love a good pedicure, a good petty manny. Mm. Ooh. Bitch. Yeah, that's what makes me feel Ooh. like. Um A nice bath, a nice tub oh, yeah. with a candle and your book. Oh yeah. And your glass of wine. A nice like good green juice. Ooh. Like, the not too much vegetables though. You gotta throw more fruit than vegetables in mine. For me, I prefer more vegetables than fruit. Because just be- throw one apple in there. <laughs> just throw kale in there, and the rest throw throw fruit. Oh, kale doesn't. Kale be like six different <laughs> vegetables. That's all I need. Kale be like six different vegetables. That's good as it is. I think. Oh yeah, that makes me feel good too. Like eating something healthy. Eating you something like, healthy. Yeah. And you don't feel tired afterwards. You just feel like 
What makes you me go feel about beautiful? your day? Because somebody music. tells me, oh, good music. Oh yes. Then you get that. Good music while you're in the shower. You know what else? When somebody tell you your skin look good, like when somebody compliments something. Oh, so we had to talk about this really quick. So because we've been getting a lot, like you know, me and Sophie, we talk every day, like we said before, and we be having our stories. And I just want to throw out there, I don't know what kind of women y'all tie rooms be like dealing with with this ashy ass rough skin, like because men be like, ooh. Yeah, you got some soft skin. And I'll be like, what the hell type of girls you be messing with that got rough skin? Like, yeah. you acting like you never felt soft skin before. Like, you were so fascinating. Fascinating. Like, I've never seen anybody fascinated with skin the way. <sighs> maybe you need to buy her a good exfoliant. Like, ew. I'd be like, okay. Is it supposed to be not soft? Like, I'm confused. I am worried for people. Super worried for people. Must be out here with these women with these alligator skin. That makes me feel beautiful. My hair is like extra curly. Ooh, what about that fresh, clean feeling when you just wash your hair? Ooh, and when you just wash your body, like. Ooh, ooh, what about when somebody else wash it for you? Ooh, you ooh, they be scratching it. Ooh. In the hair salon. Oh, your hair, you mean? Yeah. Yes. I was talking about body. Oh, my. <laughs> I was talking about hair. I was like, well, well. Oh, no, when somebody itched that spot in your back, that feels good. You be like shaking your leg like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out here like Choo Choo. Uh-huh. Choo Choo is Zayn the dog, y'all. It's not my dog, it's my son. Okay, we're just gonna act like we didn't hear that because she out here want to be white woman style. <sighs> I'm just saying. Oh, a new pair of shoes. Oh, yes. New oh, blue panties, like new oh, like yes. underwear. New uh, underwear, oh my Lingerie, gosh. like when you put on old nasty, lacy, silky ooh. number. Ooh. <laughs> Look at the ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, uh, undergarments make me feel really, really good. Yeah, like, they do. Especially when they like new and clean and they like have a certain smell to ooh, it. And, yeah. and a certain to it oh yeah oh what also makes me feel good is like a good workout oh a good dance out like you know, i zayna actually goes to the gym i'm a dancer not not, not like a lead. <laughs> no not, not, not like a dancer on the pole y'all um i do dance for fitness mm-hmm. um zayna goes to the gym like mm-hmm. she'd be fit the waist next to tyrone and stuff I, i'm saying because i feel like it helps me to relieve like oh yeah but it's really it's a really really good way like oh my yeah. gosh i'll be feeling so good afterwards uh-huh that if i don't work people. out that day i'll be angry oh so don't be angry today because you didn't work out today no but i feel like i worked out because technically i walked to my aunt's house ran some errands for her, and then i walked back didn't be quiet yeah. so a walk is a workout. Yes, it is. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> um, but I um, I enjoy a good dance out. Yes. Ooh, remember when we used to do our salsa? Yes, no. Hey, Andrew, uh, if you listen uh, to <laughs> Um, but those are things that make us feel beautiful. Um, for sure. Yeah. Um. So last last points on beauty as it relates to your womanhood. So, it relates to my womanhood because, well, I wouldn't say it like that because it'll sound weird. Like, it won't sound right the mm-hmm. way I'm going to put it. So, basically, what makes me feel, not what makes me feel beautiful, but what makes, how does beauty play a big part in my womanhood is, like, 
I don't really know. Just, just being like, I think it plays a big part into how I view myself or, you know, basically just makes me. I can't concentrate, y'all, because she bothering me. She bothering me. She bothering me. So but beauty plays a big part in my womanhood because it's like, I, I, I don't remember a time. I can't say that I've really been uncomfortable with it. I feel like I've been comfortable with, with it mm-hmm. because that's just, in my household, I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like teased about it or whatever the case may be. But I feel mm-hmm. like, it plays a big part because I've seen women who do get teased about it or stuff like that. And I just feel like as a person mm-hmm. who is confident already, why not spread that confidence? Like, mm-hmm. you know? So I do like I do I feel like women are more friendly on social media. So I do like if I see like a pretty girl or something like that, or if mm-hmm. like sometimes guys gang up on women on social media. Oh yeah. And Actually, I want to get into this a little bit because there was this video on, I'm going to show it to you, but it was this video where the guy, she had her afro, and she looked real cute. Mm-hmm. She had her afro, and the guy was, like, um, basically bothering her, like, oh, where you going with your afro, blah, 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 blah just talking mad shit. And we found his page, because women are like the FBI, and we was talking mad shit on his page, and then we found her page, and we said, girl... Don't worry about him. Like, just basically uplifting her mm-hmm. or whatever it gets me. I do that randomly also. Like, just because you don't know. I don't. Listen. I just know that there's a lot of women out there who are not okay with how they look. Mm-hmm. And it's hard, especially when you're on Instagram and you've seen all these pictures and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. these celebrities, blah, blah, blah. And you, it's just hard. Right. So, it's like, if you can let a woman know that she really is beautiful you're not just telling her that just because like i think you should let her know right absolutely absolutely i think my um nothing thing i say i think a lot so i apologize for that my last my last thoughts as it relates to beauty and womanhood is that like find what makes you beautiful Mm -hmm. um like there's so many things that makes you beautiful i think for so for so long like beauty beautiful it was just if you had titties and ass and i mean it's still that way today i would say for so long it's still that way today but like there's men that like women with nice legs and there's uh-huh. men that like women with nice skin and mm-hmm. like a woman with like a gap in their tooth mm-hmm. you know like in, in the two front teeth not all their teeth <laughs> <laughs> um and <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you like a piranha. <laughs> um, oh, oh, piranha, remember? <laughs> you remember some people had the, the teeth? Uh, you know who I'm talking about? I'm not playing with you. <laughs> I'm not playing with you. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's not a woman, y'all. It's, it's a, a man. <laughs> um, but just like people like, um, people just like what they like. Um, and be mindful of that. People like curly hair. Some men like a woman with a wig. Some men like a woman with a weave. Um, <clears throat> I know, like, we're speaking from a perspective of, like, man to woman to man and man to woman. But there's just, like, find what makes you beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. different things make you beautiful. Like, so many different things. Like, yes, you may have ass and titties and be, be that not me to be the most beautiful person. 
mm-hmm. on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, you may look good on the outside, mm-hmm. and your insides may be crushed because you your drink a lot. Might be spoiled. Yeah, because you drink a lot, you smoke a lot, whatever. Yeah. Um, different things make different people beautiful. So just find what makes you beautiful. Okay. Um, so that's that. Um, so this is the episode six and the third installment of our five part series on womanhood. Um, so we want to thank you all for listening. Yes. Um, but before we go, one thing that we do have to mention that we mentioned in last week's episode is that we are having a two month, um, two month anniversary giveaway. Yes. Go giveaway. Go giveaway. Go giveaway. Uh, go giveaway. Uh, uh, giveaway time. Uh, 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 giveaway time. Uh, 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 giveaway time. Giveaway time. That's it. That's it. Uh, I'm sorry. I got caught up in the party. So, hey, with a party at? Oh, oh my word. With a party at? Oh, my word. Well, I downloaded that right now. Party. Oh, I can't forget about my... Oh, oh. With a party at? Uh, okay. Sorry if we not always... We don't always got the words together, but you know... We got the beat. We got the melody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got something. Um, so, last week, we gave you guys a question um, at the end of our sexuality episode. And this week we have another question, which is, what role does society play in your definition of beauty? Okay, so in order to enter the giveaway, which is our two-month anniversary giveaway, Mm -hmm. um, two months of us recording and putting out these episodes, Mm -hmm. uh, there are three things that you must do in order to enter the giveaway. One is to follow us on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Two is to follow us on IG. And three... It's to answer one of the two questions from last week's episode, the last week, the June 28th episode, or this week's episode, which is the one you're currently listening to. Right, so you don't have to answer both, but you can answer so, one of them. Right. And if you answer two of them, that's okay, but that doesn't heighten your chances of getting picked. Right, Just right, right. that out there. So answer one of the questions, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, um, and answer one of those questions. What, how can they answer these questions? The you can question. answer these questions and you can DM us. You can, on Twitter, or you can just write it in the comments. But if you don't feel comfortable, you can just DM us. We're not going to throw you out there, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But if you, wanna, if, you want, if you don't care about other people seeing it, just put it in the comments or whatever the case may be. Right. Uh, and can you tell the people our um handle on instagram okay, and twitter yes. make sure to follow us on instagram and twitter at more than a woman woman is spelled w-m-n but it's going to be in the description box anyways um and uh yeah so it's more than a woman w-m-n three yes but we're going to put it in the description so you guys can see absolutely so you are you now have a whole month a whole month basically uh, about 15 days, we should say, because now this is episode's coming on July 5th, and right. the contest closed on July 20th. Right, so you have about a good two, two and a half weeks? Yeah. Something like that? A little bit over two weeks uh-huh. um, to enter the contest. Again, you have to follow us on Twitter, follow us on IG, and answer one of the two questions. The question for this week... No, they have like a whole month, because the new episode is coming out, because the previous episode came out on... The end of June. The end of June. Yeah. So a whole month. Yeah, a little bit less because the the contest ends July twentieth. So June twenty eighth to July twentieth. Isn't it July twentieth? No. July twentieth is when we announce it. Oh, announce the winner, right? Yeah. Correct. Right. Okay. So 
uh, contest is going from right now till July 20th. We will announce the winner on July 28th mm-hmm. on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you are already following us on there, you will be able to see who won. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the giveaway you said follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, answer one of the two questions, one out of the two questions from this week's episode or last week's episode, our sexuality and beauty episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, the question for this week is what role does society play in your definition of beauty? To listen to the to get the question from last week. Yeah, to um, listen to that, yes, that to episode. To listen to that episode. Um, we may feel nice and post it on Twitter and Instagram, but probably not because we want you to listen to the episode. You're supposed to be listening to the episode anyway. All right. All right. So uh, we'll announce the winners on July 28th. The contest closes on July 20th. This is a giveaway. Um, it should be fun. Please be nice in the comments when you are discussing these things. Um, these are very have some respect, things. like you know. I cannot stand saying that. That's it. Just have respect. Like right. you could disagree with somebody else or whatever, but have some respect. Right. So that's that on the giveaway. Um, is there anything else we need to tell the people? Um, no, that's about it. Yes. So July twentieth, you will find out whether you won the contest or not. Mm-hmm. We already told you how you could get into the contest. Follow us, Twitter, Instagram answer one of one of the two questions either on our comments or dm us mm-hmm. um the contest begins now it has been open for for a couple of days so make sure to do what i gotta do mm-hmm. um we'll pick the 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 winners randomly and that's that feel free to ask us any questions if you have any yeah and make sure to subscribe like and comment please 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 guys if you enjoy the conversations that we be having if you want us to continue but we're going to continue regardless that's just the type of people we are but Mm -hmm. we still would like to see you know what you guys have to say or whatever the case may be you can leave reviews and stuff on itunes google soundcloud places like that okay so that's just about it. That wraps it up for the episode, the, the third episode. part. The third part. The in third the part episode. in the five-part series. Yes. And that's about it. Make sure to listen to the episodes before and make sure you keep listening after. And we'll see you in the next episode. Uh, uh-huh. And again, the question for this giveaway for this week is, what role does society play in your definition of beauty? It's a very open question. You don't have to answer it the way we asked it. Just we want you to engage in the conversation of this. Okay. Correct. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Hope everybody enjoyed their weekend. Yeah.